Detective Conan. Detective Conan. He's a boy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out. Jeremy Hammond, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be here and not in the ER. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex Patak. So good to be here and not in the ER. <laughs> That's what we all say. It's a cool thing to say. It's the new Thanksgiving is I'm not in the ER. <laughs> and uh, we're here uh, with a special guest today, the city of New York. <laughs> you know... <laughs> <laughs> Hey! Is that Louise? Louise! Some would say New York City is a character on my podcast, but I would say New York City formed my podcast. (laughs) Where would my podcast be without the beautiful city of New York? So what we're saying... You gotta move that thing! Hong Kong, you gotta move it! (laughs) The beautiful thing about New York is people come to visit it and don't realize how large it is. And how some people plan weeks in advance their whole social lives (laughs) that live here. (laughs) How every moment of my life is scheduled, whether you think it is or not. Katie's time is occupied Occupado, listener. Much like how my uterus turns out to be occupied by a large growth that Katie could have gone. It's official. <laughs> Katie is pregnant. No. Nope. Balling out super first. I'm pregnant with Pregnant. I am it's not, a who done it. I really must insist I am not pregnant. I'm yeah, not for, pregnant. for our special detective episode, we will be finding out who the father is by the end of this very episode. You guys see Prometheus, that alien movie? It's like that. It's like a foreign body. Oh, damn. Anyway. Way uh, to bring up my favorite movie. We don't have a guest this week for real. Uh, we're all just here uh, with each other, our friends, here on Thanksgiving, being thankful for our friends. Yeah, we're recording our Friendsgiving. What did you guys make? <laughs> I brought cups. <laughs> I brought napkins. I almost got a sandwich at the bodega, but then a guy cut me in line, so I just came here. <laughs> I'm pretty hungry. Well, it seems like we're all set for a great Thanksgiving That's meal. true. <laughs> Jeremy does have a stocked out bar for when we throw the day away. <laughs> it's um, true. <laughs> you know what? Our interviews are usually so tight and focused yes, that true. I feel like we have to make a special effort to stay on Effort? task. Effort? We have to <laughs> We have to make a Katie special Katie is pregnant with Alex. Alex is a baby now. <laughs> oh, make a special effort. <laughs> I'm pregnant with content. We have to talk about anime. Anime. I'm tired from lifting. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm a baby. Uh, But uh, yeah, yeah, we have to make a special effort. Special effort to to talk about anime. Yeah. Okay. Are you fucking kidding? I said it like five times. (laughs) Okay. Okay, we got to talk about anime. What was the theme of the day? There's detectives. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's boys. Yes. Okay. I mean... All right. I've been watching anime, but... Yeah, what are you th- watching? Thematically not related to either of those things. <laughs> what are you What? What are you watching? I just watched this show called uh, Made in Abyss, which is this incredibly dark fantasy show where the design of it is interesting because it's like super childish. Like everyone mm-hmm. looks like cute, like 
the kids look like kids. It's not that anime thing where they're like, hello, I'm a 34-year-old high schooler. Right, no, where they're yeah. tiny men and women. No, they're like literally drawn like dumb baby orphans. And it's about this island where there's a giant endless crevasse. Nice. And the whole economy is people go and find relics in the crevasse but like the deeper you go the sicker you become and so, so Greece all of these kids parents are dead <laughs> and they just live in these massive like basically like penal colonies where they uh-huh. force the kids to go and there's monsters and basically this girl finds out that her mom might still be alive so she's going to travel to the bottom to try and find her and she has like a robot boy with her and she's just like slowly dying the whole time and uh-huh. it's so fucked it's yeah. Great. Oh, you mean like Greece? I'm yeah. Not, I'm You're the one that said talk about anime, <laughs> yeah, no, Alex. I'm, play, I'm, I'm on to something in a minute. Is it yeah. good? Do you like it? I think it's great. Um, I was surprised how much I liked it because when I first saw it visually, I'm like, I don't think this is for me, but it right. really dragged me in with too many stupid orphans feelings. Mm. What's the robot design like? Well, he's like a little. He's like an android, and he's probably. So, like a Dragon Ball android? No. Oh, yeah, kind of. He, um... Does, there's, is there's, he of the flesh? It ends, like, the story's not over yet, so I don't know mm-hmm. what's happening next, but, um, it's in, he lost his memory, and it's kind of implied that he's probably, like, a relic from the bottom of the thing. Oh, so, my know. God. Well, if he got relics down the crevasse, of course the robot boy's gonna be one. But, yeah, there's a lot of kids, like, crying and trying to, like, saw off each other's arms, like, that movie, because, like, a bug bit it and, like, mm-hmm. fucked up oh shit like that. God. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's emotional. But the bestiary is really cool. There's a lot of good monsters in it. A lot of good monsters. I like what kind good, of monsters are we talking about? Yeah, let's talk monsters. There's and like, men, like big flesh-eating birds and like weird sausagey. Did, did they come out of the crevasse? Yeah, that's where they're from. You have to enter the crevasse to f- see them. It's one of those yeah. things where you're like, "Who made this crevasse?" And this might be my big new stand-up bit I'm doing, but mm. it's like, "Hey, we all know the crevasse. Don't let the kids down there; they get stuck." Why is it there again? <laughs> Who asked the city for this crevasse? Who built this crevasse? Elon Musk? Hey. hey. Hello. Talk about a boring company. <laughs> That's the name of his company. It, yeah, it, it digs is. all the holes. The one that digs the holes. It could be used for trains. Could be, yeah. Well, I talk- Oh, I know what we could talk about. I was talking about anime as you yelled at me too, and then you did not like that. No, I, I did about like anime. it. I liked it. I'm just saying, like, make up your mind. I'm having the I'm time of my life. I'm feeling like you're flip flopping a lot on the direction of this episode. Yeah, I feel- what are you, John Kerry? Oh, oh no! Well, I gotta take it when uh, you get me that good. <laughs> oh, I, I'm stuck in the crevasse. I'm stuck in the crevasse. <laughs> I'm in a crevasse of shame. Oh no, the bird! Ah! (laughs) And why did they have that crevasse? Who's paying for it? Hey, why don't you pass the crevassier? Am I right? Yes, yes. Was this Buster Rhymes? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! In this crevasse. Much like uh, we celebrate the slaughter of the indigenous people, this episode is a slaughter of sweet riffs. This is what you get. Yes. This is the content that you get. And now a moment of silence for us all to meditate on our disgusting shared cultural heritage. Anyway, I wanted to talk about the Cybertruck. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talk about you disgusting guys see this? Sharing. Yeah, dude, that weird ass. Uh, it looks like the DeLorean. It looks like a DeLorean, and I have to hate it because that's what we're all doing. But honestly, yeah. wonderful truck. <laughs> I love all the sharp angles, <laughs> and that looks like it's made out of swords. Yeah, I love that they made a car that, like, I know any car wreck is usually pretty fatal. But yeah, car wrecks. Like, we're against them. This, like, it, somehow they made it look like it would, like, hurt you even more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it looks like it adds additional weapons into a car crash. You know in the late 70s, early 80s, how it was just very common if there was, like, a very popular movie like Star Wars or, like, you know, Back to the Future that mm-hmm. every VHS company would just make, like, basically the same movie with a different name they're like star crash you love star crash yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. what this looks like it looks like a car starring in like a night rider ripoff where they're <laughs> like you love car game 
Car game, your favorite movie. Car game. If Car you're game five thousand. If you're and a with fan. the driver, uh, a Wolfman Lover Boy. Uh, this is a Death Race three thousand riff. I hope you like it. <laughs> if you enjoy Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> the Ford F one fifty, but wish it was in the future. You will love this car made of knives. Yeah, it looks like shit. They keep showing off how hard it is, which I've. I mean, I don't know if the jury's just out on this, but cars legally have to crumple mm-hmm. when you hit them so that you don't turn into a can of tuna inside of them. And this car seems like they could throw it down the famous crevasse and still wouldn't break. <laughs> <laughs> the the hole without end, the crevasse, the and crevasse from the anime yes. Made in Abyss. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not on Twitter, it's a, it's like a tesla truck but it's yeah and it, it looks it, like um like in a video game when you walk far enough away from a car it looks look like the halo car it. yeah 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 yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a low detail version i of haven't car really save space been keeping up with the car if i'm gonna be honest come on katie keep i don't up keep with up with the, the kardashians yes ah, no one katie. is safe no one is safe <laughs> you guys did have you actually me. not seen it no, I've seen the car, oh, okay. but like I clearly y'all are reading stuff about it. I just yeah. saw the picture and I'm like, I'm fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, I watched a, a, a like tech review this morning. I've uh, seen nothing about I it. Love I've to, made like, just harsh judgments. I love I, to examine things there's no way I could buy in a hundred years and be <laughs> like, oh, it looks good. Yeah, well, if we do the Patreon for another... <laughs> 30 years and never spend a dime of it and all pool our money together. Yeah, that could be I good. I think maybe no. we could afford. Currently not with the math that we are getting now. That is not the amount that truck will yeah, cost. Yeah, we scared off Cool Bodybuilder Guy 420. Oh, that's true. That's yeah, true. Cool Bodybuilder 420. Let's just I talk about him on the normal here rep. last week because of work and broken uterus reasons. Yeah. And I am fascinated to what was the final straw yeah no it's clear that uh that bodybuilder 420 uh is a protestant no body bodybuilder 420 is greta thunberg <laughs> which is most of what we talked about last week behind the paywall okay well that explains it in a, uh, in a fun bit where she has prima noctis over my wife <laughs> That was mostly the discussion, and I assume what pissed him off. Although we also did not finish our recap of Sailor Moon Crystal no, Episode 5 true, to discuss yeah. IRA shit, so well, that could be a tip. Yeah. Any of a number of things could have been the problem. Glad it I is wild over there. trust you two to steer the ship when yep. I go away. We work very hard. If you're wondering hard. what the Patreon content is like and have not signed up, this actually right here is a great example yeah. of what's going on over there. <laughs> I would say it was not for lack of trying. We had plans, and then every single one fell through because yeah. everyone just. It is Thanksgiving week, so everyone's all willy nilly. Mm-hmm. They're willy nilly. Everyone's willy nilly. Well, because I think, like. Do you it, know who was really willy nilly? The white colonists hundreds of years ago. I thought it was going to be Willie Nelson. It <laughs> <laughs> would be a fun nickname for Willie Nelson. <laughs> oh, willy nilly. <laughs> I'm sure someone called him that. Someone must have, yeah. <laughs> I believe that's the uh, genesis of that phrase. It means getting high. Getting fucking high like Willie Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> anyway, we tried to have a guest this week. We really did. And we tried to watch the first episode of Detective Conan, and really just nothing is worked out for us. We yeah. watched uh, a first episode of Detective Conan. We watched I don't, something. We wa- <laughs> it's we too early to talk something. about it. Yeah, it is I, too early. Um, we must discuss more on the Cybertruck. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the thing. I don't really, I didn't really read about the Cybertruck, but I thought it was very interesting that the same week that everyone's shitting on the Cybertruck, Grimes thought it would be a good idea to announce that in 20 years, live music will be over. Uh-huh. Grimes. And I'm like, girl. You gotta just change your name and distance yourself. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with her? She's lately? like the botched Billie Eilish. <laughs> kind of. Right. <laughs> yeah, she's like just all in on space capitalism. Okay, but she's not dating anymore, right? <laughs> she, I I think they're still together. Ooh, you think they're still fucking? Oh yeah. Wait oh, on the side. I don't think Elon Musk is someone to do something on the side. I don't think you can escape Elon Musk. Interesting. Mm. Is he dating somebody else now? 
Do we know? We I he hasn't I don't talked to me want in so to know. long. Yeah. But tell me more about Grimes because I still know nothing about her except that she's dating Elon and that when I think of her, I think of a slime girl. Well, she was of her name. She like, was actually a slimy girl. Really exciting when she first came on the scene. She was really? just like doing all this alternative electronic music. It was really uh, ambient, and there wasn't a lot of women in that scene, so she mm-hmm. was. It was really cool, right. and uh, it was of, all manbient before. Yeah, it was. It was a manbient system. Fellas and she, know. A lot of her visual vernacular is like very popular now. But then, like, what happened is she made this kind of poppy album that people didn't love, but it was fun. And then she started dating, and she used to be uh, really into unions and mm. like anti-capitalist. And as soon as she started dating Elon Musk, she took the union busting statement off her Twitter (gasps) and like just really went all in. And so now she's just like this, she's just, you know, she went crazy and I love it. Like I love when celebrities go all in on occult thinking and just lose their goddamn minds in public. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's crazy. I think she has a spot in the apocalypse uh, canals on Mars now that all of us will never have. Yeah. And so just like to change your bio, totally worth it. I think she's like one of those people that want to put like their brain in a robot, like Sophia. Uh-huh. You know what Is I mean? Is Sophia your friend? No, Sophia's the, the, the robot that talks that has that dead woman's like memories in it and shit. From what? what? You don't know about Sophia? From like life, or is this like from a? Is work this of like fiction? a comic from like twenty fifteen? Like, we haven't seen her in a while. This happened like four years ago. Sophia they put Vergara a dead brain into a robot. I'm googling it. Right Did they now. put Sophia, Sophia Vergara's brain into a robot? To like incredibly hot robot. <laughs> it's just a bus. It's kind of. It's very creepy, and it sings a song. It's a bus. A, a, bu- a bust, like from the oh, chest. A bust. Oh, but they could put her brain in a bust. <laughs> they couldn't put it in a full robot body. Yeah, Sophia. <laughs> Sophia is a social humanoid robot developed by Hong Kong based company Hudson Robotics. Sophia was accurate and made her first appearance. You know what? Sophia might not be the one with the dead woman in it. Mm-hmm. Sophia might just be a different robot, but there's this like. Hudson Robotics is the team that made Bomberman. But there's this like, uh, there's this like crazy, like humanist like billionaire mm-hmm. freaky deaky that made their own tech religion that like put his wife's like memory in a robot yeah i what remember the fuck the super size me guy did an episode of his show where he was like talking about people who want to live forever and he went to some lab where they were doing some sort of ai thing where they put your brain into like a computer and then they make like a 3d rendering of you that like I don't know how the fuck they do it or whatever, but it like is talking to you as if it's you. And, it, and, there's and like he's got to eat only brains for 30 days. <laughs> 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 and it's just him throwing up, but like way more than when it was McDonald's. Like every every bite is just like, <laughs> he's got to remember only his corporeal form for 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna make me crazy that I can't like remember this name of this fucking wife robot, but yeah. uh, I'm sure someone will. Wait, so so he's in the brain lab for he's in the brain lab. Oh yeah, and so there's a scene of him talking to himself, and it's like a big 3D rendering of himself on a screen, and like he's talking to something, like holding a conversation with himself, and it's like weird because it's like clearly that's not even real. staged. It's for definitely film. staged. Yeah. I mean, I've worked on AI. I know what the limitations are. Right, and I've worked in the biz. It's easy to film that one guy twice. Well, and also Morgan <laughs> Spurlock like came out and like said that he just lied about a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. Before he got me tooed and like sent oh, yeah, himself. He got me tooed. He got me tooed. He was yeah. getting that burger snatch. <laughs> <laughs> You're that guy who ate McDonald's. In every this episode, day? I'm well, gonna fuck around on my wife for 30 days. <laughs> 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 I can eat only pussy for 30 days. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. <laughs> And she's like part of the documentary. And she's like, why are you doing this? It's like, the science has to be done. Listen, one of the rules is if they ask me to eat the ass, I have to. Oh my God. Ass is the supersizing of pussy. Ass eating has been uh, trending on Wrestle Twitter. And I don't really know what it is. And it's like, I just want to be like, y'all, if you just want to eat ass, just eat ass. Just eat ass. You can eat ass. Is it because of the dudes with the bootios? No, no. That's like old news. I think it's just. 
goes to show you that like wrestling's always like 10 years behind normal pop culture and like uh-huh. you know Nicki Minaj brought ass eating back in like 2013 so it's like they're a little late to like ass eating being fine for everyone to do I sure. guess do Nicki you think Minaj it might is... be related to all the muscles and how hard it would be to part wrestlers ass cheeks yeah I mean it's probably like if you were resistant to the ass eating uh-huh. it would probably be a It'd feat be of really strength hard. it's advanced <laughs> It would yeah. be really That's hard. That's like advanced ass eating. You would have to do like weird exercises with your tongue, I'm sure. Like uh, with like Benoit balls or yeah. whatever the fuck. Oh, Chris Benoit balls. <laughs> <laughs> this is now a behind the paywall episode. I hope you're happy. This is exactly uh, what it's like. I'm so sorry. We tried to have a guest. We tried so hard. We. C- oh, wait, the crippler ass face. <laughs> what? <laughs> Chris Benoit balls is the the signature move is the crippler ass, ass face. face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. It's because it's a Chris Benoit move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm following. I only know the one thing about him. I don't have any more references. Yeah. <laughs> um. I. <laughs> Um, is there another thing about it? <laughs> I mean, it's a they don't stack up quite the same. But uh, uh, Katie, do you know? I found this one wrestler who's like a big hairy union guy. And like, oh, that's David Starr, I'm obsessed with him. First of all, he's a Jew, and uh, he's beautiful, and I want to steal him from his wife. He looks like he a ha- cat because he has a mustache. Uh, and uh, yeah, you're talking about David Starr, right? Yeah, I think so. It has to be him because he's like the most like openly uh leftist wrestler on twitter and he uh except for alex worldwide keller except for alex Worldwide Uh, but he he uh he uh expatted to europe because that's like where his career is bigger and he is uh, partially responsible for getting the actual wrestlers union that exists over there oh uh and do better alex and oh. then uh, he, they're trying to make one happen over here, but mm. it's just like America, uh, as you know. Uh, yeah. But also, it's there's hard. a lot of complications when it comes to unionizing wrestlers that is very boring to get into on the show. But uh, oh, I, yeah. But there's a lot of I shit. I mean, there's a lot of them across a lot of companies. For it one. It seems like it would be really tough to... Also, I mean, if like, you try to eat their ass, you can't because it's so hard. Yeah. I mean, there is technically a freelancer's union for like illustrators and stuff. So yeah, I feel with like the bees. Yeah, so I feel like if you could do that, you could do. But anyway, their logo yeah. is like a hive and three bees. Oh, the freelancers union is yeah. a lot yeah. hive is bees. But yeah. I've been following David Starr for years. I love that guy. He's right. really good. Also, uh, I wanted to tell you about him. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> so he's out there. You yeah. can't tell Katie about nothing. Yeah, not when it comes to independent wrestling. I just I've know. been. I'm sorry. How about Doink <laughs> the Clown? Huh? <laughs> what about that one? Who's Doink the Clown? He was a WWF wrestler from the nineties. <laughs> He's a WWF a wrestler. Clown. He has a dead woman's soul. And <laughs> Did you, yeah, am clown. I the only one who knows about Doink the Clown? Well, he's a clown with like this rich billionaire woman's soul. <laughs> it didn't take. He's, he's just got, a clown. He's got these two little clowns named Dink and Doink or whatever. Uh, no, Doink is the big one. Dink and Donk or something like that. I don't remember. What oh it was. man, what if he's got Donk little... the Clown? What if you're like professionally and famously Donk the Clown? Yeah, and you that's just your have like name. a fat ass. Wait, so. It... And Dink just has a huge penis. <laughs> that's how we all know them from TV. Like, oh, that's Dink. That's that clown Guess with who the gigantic yeah. hawk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No Dink and Donk are not an item. And yes, it is wrong to think that. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. We're learning this episode. Yeah, we sure are. We're like learning about stuff. <laughs> what else can we talk about? Um, I've been watching more Iron Blooded Orphans. Oh, oh yeah, how far in are you now? I am around ten episodes in. Interesting development. Harems. Uh-huh. There's a bunch of them in the show. <laughs> like, I think in like, the anime sense, or just like in the like the. Well, I think they're trying to do like world building, where uh, they're like in the future things are different. So like the Earth Federation people are have arranged marriages. One of the officers is marrying a child, which mm-hmm. is also like great because he looks like Milo Yiannopoulos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just it worked out that way. Yeah. But then uh, uh, they they join the space mafia, which is a cool guy with a pork pie hat, and his team on his spaceship is like his thirty wives, and they all run his spaceship and have children with him, and they are just like, yeah, you know, 
Uh, you got to find a man who works for you, and we're all happy here. We like sharing the pork pie hat guy. It's like I, a sister uh, wives thing. Yeah. I gotta fucking watch this show. Yeah, it's fucking wild. This is the thing, because well, like politically, you want to be like, no, that you can't have that. But then also, you're just like, this show's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were telling us that like they the- all have their own Gundams too. All the wives have Gundams. What? Yeah. Well, they're mobile suits. They're not technically Gundams. My, Only take my m- okay. wife's Gundam, please. <laughs> <laughs> my bitch ass wife's Gundam. <laughs> Despite all my rage, my Gundam ass wife. <laughs> my wives are fighting in their mobile suits again. <laughs> what have I done to deserve this? My wife can't cook. Last week she burnt the Gundam. <laughs> I was like, where'd you get this? The crevasse? <laughs> <laughs> this is maybe one of those birds from the crevasse earlier. From the goddamn crevasse. Okay, uh, let's um, uh, let's talk about Detective uh, Conan Detective O'Brien. Conan. Hi, it's me, Link. Press A to continue. Well, venturing to the great land of Hyrule, I've been listening to this great weeb podcast, Ballin' Out Super, and subscribe to their Patreon at patreon.com slash pod. See ya! For just $5 a month, that brings me a whole extra episode every week. I need that while killing mushrooms and baddies. Press A to continue. For $7 a month, I can even vote on which anime those weebs are going to watch next week on the show. See ya! <laughs> All right, Ganondorf is here, so I gotta go. So, none of us had seen the show before. I've seen, like, a half episode, I guess for some context. Like, my partner really likes this show in, like, mm-hmm. a nostalgic way, so I've, like... That's why I vaguely knew the concept because I was always under the impression it was like a Doogie Howser situation. Yeah. Right. Where it was just a child detective and uh last week he informed me that it was a like 20-year-old detective that was put into a boy body mm-hmm. for uh, 900 seasons. Right. Classic misunderstanding. So this is yeah. one of those shows that's been around since the 80s. And so. we need to preface that me and Jeremy try to find a first episode mm-hmm. for half an hour. Probably half an hour, yeah. And we could not, so we just watched what was on Netflix, which was Cycle 17, Episode 1. It was Collection 17, yeah. Collection episode, 17 episode 1. And uh, let me tell you, they really assume you know a lot about Conan the Detective by that <laughs> point. <laughs> I don't feel like I was missing that much. No, I ho- I hopped on right away. Very approachable show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but let's just discuss the basic thrust of it, which is that you have a Doogie Hauser detective who is then made even younger by magical circumstance so that he is like a five-year-old detective. He's fucking tiny. Yeah, and he, he's I, the size of a cat. Well, I also think this show is even a more extreme version of the Super Syndrome, where it was like the original show looked pretty good in the like late nineties, and mm-hmm. this is just like one guy with like flash animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, just, this looked like fucking Homestar Runner anime. It looked like. <laughs> shit so bad it looked like garbage and i know like i've seen clips of the original show and it's just like cute you know like early 90s anime like you know um you're wishing it's a it's a homestar runner anime but they let strong bad draw this one yeah (laughs) and he's got gloves on his hands do you guys remember that i you might not but um in like the early 2000s it was like a little we were a little too old for it but in an attempt to stay relevant, I think either Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon launched a show called Totally Spies, which was like a oh, girl yes. show with spies in it in fake anime style. It was like Charlie's Angel anime. Yeah, but like made in America. And this kind of looks like that, but like shittier. Right. This is like only 50% spies. <laughs> the show. Totally spies. Nailed it. Oh, wow. Yes. 
Yeah. Absolutely. This Nailed Kate. it, Katie. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at this. But like Katie, this you're show, roasting the shit out of totally Detective Conan. Totally Spies right now. still looks better than this yeah, show does. that we just watched. What are these fucking outfits they're wearing? They're cat suits. They're cat suits. Meow meow. So they can like do spy shit. Although wearing like a neon yellow suit seems to defeat the purpose of sneaking around. Yeah. It seems like it calls attention to yourself. Now Conan, the detective, in a way wears a cat suit in that he is only the size of a cat. And his suit would fit a cat, yes. And that a suit he would wear would in fact fit a real live uh, live yeah. cat. Anyway, the episode opens with two characters we have no context for discussing pregnancy. Yeah. Right. Uh, one of them knocked the other one up. Alright, shall we get shall we get into the plot here? Yeah, let's get okay. into the plot. This is Conan the Detective, Collection 17, Episode 1. We open on Sato-san's car. As we all know, Sato-san, from the previous 16 collections, <laughs> is a tough, no-nonsense lady detective, and she is working with her partner, Takagi-san, who is, um, uh, an, uh, uh, how would you describe him? He's like kind a of a... hapless He's nerd. hapless. He's like an yeah. office gym type sure he i feel yeah, like he's he, more of like a chris pratt but skinny yeah like a yeah. chris pratt with some self-control for once yeah he's not really a gym yeah yeah because jim is more smarmy than this guy this guy, this yeah, guy he doesn't talk about the cia i was about all. to say even though he's a cop he doesn't want to fuck the cia yeah yeah, yeah. he doesn't uh, want to suck the cia's the only thing about Chris Pratt is that later he also kind of has the same route to him, but I'm talking about Parks and Rec before he like real he got before hot. he got yeah hot. not Zero Dark yeah. Thirty Chris Pratt yeah that is a, yeah <laughs> God damn every TV goofball ends up being a part of the military you should see Takagi in Collection 18 Maron <laughs> he's overthrowing. Uh, Detective Conan in Bolivia. Um, he's, he's shooting indigenous people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just openly fash now. And here he is. Here he's very lovable. So he, we have these two characters. Uh, this is their relationship. Sato-san, the lady detective, gets in the car and says, Takagi, why don't you come in my car? And then he pauses to have an extensive flashback that's like, wait, last time I got in Sato's car. A coiled snake hopped out of the car like a toy snake that you put inside of a, 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 a like a, a snack as a surprise, and it hopped out, and he was scared, and she laughed at him. And this is like a thirty-second-long flashback, and uh, then he's like, "Well, I'll just play along with it if it happens again." And then he opens the door and goes, "Oh no, you got me!" And nothing happens, mm-hmm. and then sits down. It's a real long walk for the show that we have zero context for. Right, it's yeah. really playing on our emotional investment to these two that we are just meeting on Netflix yeah, right I now. Yeah, I have to guess that in the past 15 collections, or 16 collections. 16 sorry. collections, the past, we're on collection sorry, 17. how foolish of me. The past 16 collections, I have to imagine that they have sort of a... Uh, I just don't want you to file your collections We could call it wrong. maybe a, a, a Jim and Dwight sort of a, yes. uh, a thing going on where they, they play pranks on each they other. They play pranks on each yeah. other. I've seen... And then they fuck. <laughs> two episodes of The Office ever in my entire life. I've so, seen maybe maybe two, So I yeah. need I need help. I don't even know. They play pranks on each other. They play okay. pranks on each other. Okay, thank you. It's heavily established. Yeah. Um, so they get in and there is no snake and she's like, what am I doing with this yeah. jabroni? And, uh, and he goes, oh, I knocked her up and one day I will have to marry her. And then they get a call to a crime. He seems into it, though. Yeah, he's yeah, very he happy loves about her. it, yeah. He loves her. She seems her s- pissed. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, because I'm such a fash, I'm not going to get an abortion. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, yeah. you should, though. <laughs> I, have this, I have this fetus get. under arrest <laughs> in my own body. <laughs> yeah, he goes to the store to get flowers, though. He goes to get the Imagine Dragons. And, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, and the flower shop was called Nostalgia. Yeah. Okay, so they they've drive over to a flower shop. Uh, as Katie points out, called Nostalgia, and that's where we meet our main character of the show, Conan, who is a teen who is shrunk down to a little baby child uh, and hangs out with actual children. So it's like him and a posse of like eight, six-year-olds. They're all talking about like, I want to go play the Mario game, but I can't until daddy's there. 
and he's like, oh, and I was young, I would just go in, no condom, you know, <laughs> like, they're just on different levels. What's You're- funny is that, like, to, to, to set this up as, like, an adult who gets turned into a child. Right. Is one thing, but then to like make him hang out with children really just indicates to me that all they really wanted to do was make a show about a child detective, and the premise of a child being a good detective is no less believable than the premise of an of adult to a child. I don't, uh, I don't know a ton about the show, but I think like 900 episodes ago, it was more relevant to the mm-hmm. plot, but right. it's like one of those things where like, you know, you first launched a new family member family matters tv show which is supposed to be a spin-off show about harriet the yeah. elevator operator and then you introduce urkel and suddenly it's urkel's show one season yeah later. dude he's yeah. the james brown of comedy once those hit, feet hit the goddamn floor all <laughs> eyes are on him <laughs> hardest working detective in show business <laughs> anyway the point is that uh, detective conan doesn't ner- hang out with adults yeah. no <laughs> Just little little baby kids. It would be very funny if he did, though. That would be a funnier. Well, thing, like I, think. I, I, so the reason I had to have my partner explain this to me because, like, I walked in and I'm watching it, and mm-hmm. he has like in the older. <laughs> He's hiding the screen. <laughs> Don't look. It's embarrassing. I'm not watching a tiny detective. <laughs> I think for like a bunch. I'm watching of the- Berserk. <laughs> It's a full-size detective. It's a full-size detective. (laughs) I think for a bunch of the episodes, like older ones, he still has his, like, adult girlfriend, like, helping him solve crimes. Hell yeah, Uh dude. (laughs) What a pimp. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You know what? It's like the kid from the Sum 41 video. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Right? (laughs) These are great references. You remember the shot? (laughs) The one shot. Um, Storming through the party like my name is Detective Conan. (laughs) (laughs) Keep dying, Alex. I'll keep thinking of him. I'm almost over bronchitis. (laughs) Week seven. It's going well. I don't want to take my time. Please don't leave the Patreon. We tried to book a big guest this week, and everyone kept turning us down because they just fucking, I don't know, are singing karaoke or some shit. Everyone's got something going on. It's a big week for dick sucking. (laughs) It's Thanksgiving. Everyone comes into town to visit their families, and you're like, now's my chance. Yeah. (laughs) I'm serious. Dan Savage, (laughs) who is very problematic, but famously said that uh, that Thanksgiving weekend is like a big like banging weekend because you Mm -hmm. go to the bar after you're sick of your family to get drunk and then all your like childhood crushes are at the bar. Yeah. Oh yeah. And now they're all failures. Yeah. So don't cut out my dick sucking. (laughs) (laughs) Platform women dick sucking. (laughs) Platform Katie. Platform the dick sucking (laughs) ram. They're trying to shut us down. Help. I'm trying to cancel myself. This is a suicide bomb. Well, damn it, Bodybuilder 420 was right about us. I'm just... Help. The words are coming out. I can't stop them. We need to get a parental advisory label for this episode. This is Dick a spicy, sucking. Spicy, spicy episode. Abortion. And the fact that it's about this child detective makes it all the more foreboden. Uh-huh. Yeah, we can't talk about that. No, we can't talk about I'm that. I'm falling into the crevasse. <laughs> Katie, you can't fall in the crevasse. It is terribly dangerous from what I've heard. Katie, we're at minute 40. You can't fall into the crevasse get, yet. No, get out of the crevasse. I've sipped the crevasse. Katie, yet. if you can make it 15 more minutes, the crevasse is all yours. <laughs> I'll, I'll hoist you in myself. I'm going to fall into a crevasse of flavor at the local bodega. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so stressed out that I think my brain is having an ev- like a, just like an evac. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain's having an abortion. It's all dumping out at once. <laughs> I simply must explain the plot of Collection 17, Episode 1, Conan the yeah. Detective Barbarian. Uh, right. Objection! Like... Like an Ace Attorney, which is similar to the show. Strong Ace Attorney vibes. Yes. We that, should watch Ace Attorney next. If you've never seen the show, that's what it's like. It's like Ace Attorney. So we meet all the little kids. But he's oh, we haven't adult. even gotten into the case yet. Uh, no. I. It was... 
The case seems like it happens really second handily in this episode. Yeah, like it's the B plot. Like they're solving it's a, a mystery show, and it's the B plot, a mystery that does not exist. It happens so late in the show that, like, I almost felt like it was going to happen. All right, I hate to derail us a second time, but this is actually legitimate. Um, so I was when I was in the waiting room of the ER, I had to watch like three episodes of Blue Bloods. <laughs> Damn, healthcare in this country is out of control. And, uh, they make you watch Blue Bloods. They made me watch it. Uh, I was just trying to distract myself from the alien trying to sabotage my life. Right. Um, and the then, baby that she's pregnant with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the then Blue Blood aristocrat um, baby. My partner, who was there in the hospital with me made the astute observation he 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 made this a long time ago and i think i made it brought it up on the show but now i feel like it's legit to bring up again which is that uh crime procedurals are american anime okay oh interesting i see it i think it makes sense yeah because they're like there's a million of them they're all just a slight variant of each other but like culturally you take it out of the context of the United States and you're like what the fuck am I watching yeah Uh (laughs) like there's all these like touchstones that you just like you know, if you're a nerd, you would learn, but, yeah. you know. it's They're not serialized the way anime is, though. Like, I think anime, I think of one long story with no Oh, but they stories. do the they thing, do. Uh, like, anime does where they just, like, tag on extra titles, like Law & Order and then Law & Order SVU. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Law & Order, Shining Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Law & Order, uh, SVU Kai. NCIS, <laughs> we're still finding a way to have Navy crimes. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow there's still crimes in the Navy. Uh, Law, Law and Order, Order Tenchi in Tokyo. Law and Order SVU Kai is just Ice T's scenes. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the good part of the show? Something I was thinking about with crime procedural stuff while we were watching this is like every detective show has to only cover things like murder or like sex crime or like something like really clearly at first view heinous yeah. because like they really can't do something about like a realistic detective who's constantly looking into like who stole Slim Jims from like a bodega <laughs> <laughs> because you'll always be like, I, I think you can just let him just go. Let, just leave it alone. <laughs> you don't have to go after this kid. <laughs> Why are you slamming him into a countertop? <laughs> I'm beginning to think that the protagonists of the show have issues. <laughs> but no, it's always like, the notorious rape murderist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you can slam them anywhere, because you're like, they the things they yeah, do. Yeah, rape murdered. I do not approve of the things they do over there. <laughs> um, I'm the guy who finds out who... Uh, who dealt it? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is insane. This episode is insane. The joke is he's a fart tea. detective. He's a fart detective. <laughs> Sometimes, if you play with matches, you're going to get burned. And I put my sunglasses on. Wow! And then light a fart. <laughs> My God. I simply must recap Collection 17, Episode 1 of the hit show Detective Conan. But I want to talk about Blue Bloods more. Andy Richter appears on the scene. It's an NYPD police show. It's super fresh. Are they like yeah. rich? No, no, no. It's about how you're in your cop family. It's in your blood. Justice oh, is in your blood. Yeah, of course. You have to bring people. Blood to is justice. thicker than water, and that's Tom why Selleck you stand up for his, any cop. Tom Selleck brings his cop mustache where it belongs to Cop Mustache Town. Blue Bloods. Mm, blue anyway, bloods. so Detective Conan and his little friends want to play video games. They want to play video yeah. games. So they, they go br- to buy a Nintendo Power at the bodega. They buy a Nintendo yeah, Power yeah, at the Bodega. Magazine. It is at this point that Conan starts analyzing things even though there is no crime yet. Yeah, they're looking at the magazine and they're like, look at all of these illustrations of Link that they don't have anywhere else. Where did they get these? Where did they get these? Where did these come from? They're you, so good. Do you think he's going to be the exclusive character in Soul Calibur 2? I sure hope so. <laughs> Um, so they meet a, a pivotal character who is a new boy that they don't know, who has the haircut of like a 45 year old man somehow. Yes. But he is tiny, but he just looks old. It's striking. Oh, you know who he looks like is Jimmy Neutron's friend. Sheen? 
with the black hair. Yeah, his name's She. Okay, great. <laughs> I've never seen Jimmy Neutron. Oh, I've seen it extensively. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you say that. Carl has a famous line that I uh, think of all the time where uh, they talk about how fat he is, and he goes, I'm built for comfort and not for speed. Mm. And then you watch, and you go, ha, 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 Carl! Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, this boy is introducing everybody because he knows more about video games than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you should meet my brother. His name is Toshinari Nichan. <laughs> and uh, Toshinari Nichan noticeably is 25 with like a sweet ass whip that he's showing off. Yeah. He's got like the new Tesla Cybertruck. <laughs> And he also has a platinum card, and Conan clocks that immediately. And he's got, like, gray hair, and he's, he's They're like, like, fucking trust fund kids moving into our neighborhood. Yeah. They say that, yeah. He, they call him a trust fund kid, and they keep saying he's 25, but he really gives off the, the vibe of, like, a newly divorced, like, upper middle class man. Right. Maybe it's, like, supposed to be from the perspective of the kids, because you remember when you were, like, eight, and, like, a 22-year-old seemed like the oldest person in the world? I was thinking about that a lot for this show. It really threw me back that way. And all the kids keep talking about how Brooklyn is changing. Brooklyn's changed so much. Yeah. Like, Ever since Toshinari Nichan got here. Got here. Fucking done. Yeah, Go back I, to fucking whenever, Nebraska, asshole. Yeah. Toshinari, get out, Chan. Um, so anyway... Uh, <laughs> Uh, they they stumble. They go back to their apartment complex, which apparently is like right next to these new kids they just met. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they peek out in the hall and notice uh, Toshinari backing out into the hallway because he's discovered a murder. So they're just like at a murder immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they go over to like the Big Brother's house to play the video game because that's where that little kid's staying. Okay, that does clear up a lot for me. I was wondering why they live next door to the murder. Yeah. And then so they're looking at like a photo album and he's got all these weird like creep stalker. shots of a woman. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. This is huge then. <laughs> wait. So if they go over to this guy's house, that means this dude just showed up in his cyber truck and just picked up like eight six year olds. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. To come play games at like his, his house. His little yes. brother is staying with him. This currently. is the most kidnappingest situation you ever did see. I know, yes, but it is. Like, Detective Conan should know not to get in that car. They kind of gloss over it, but I, I think like the little brother got like abandoned by his parents to his brother, and that's like what they're talking about, right? And it's during this scene we also uh, are informed that he is not his brother; he's his cousin in real life, and that the cousin. Toshinari's sister was mysteriously killed recently and no one knows why. Yeah. And so you're watching the show and you're like, I wonder if these murders are related, are involved in this only new character the show's (laughs) introducing. Yeah, they're doing a classic Scooby-Doo move where they introduce one new character and then by the end of it you're like, who could possibly, possibly be the Ghost Miner 49er? (laughs) And sure enough... I bet it's this, it's the old guy you met. <laughs> I bet it's this divorced boy who loves video games. You think? Uh, so there's a clue with a, a series of pictures that Conan notices again. Uh, he sees most of these clues before a murder happens, yeah. so he's just like n- clocking shit. Yeah, he's just like, there's something fucking up with this dude. All these like creep shots of this random woman. He has creep shots of a random woman. They don't like, show framed. an upskirt, but there's definitely like if they kept flipping yeah. through. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're not allowed to. They'd have to pixelate it. <laughs> and so uh, the police come. Oh, wait. It's important to notice that w- when the murder happens, Conan, who again is a six-year-old child in a suit, uh, essentially like kicks in the door and is like, Babe, call the police. I'll wait here, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. And then this guy is just like, oh, my God, a murder. And he's like, don't worry. I see these every episode. Well, yeah. I mean, I told you guys this when we're watching, but I think it, it has like a uh, Inspector Gadget vibe where he's like supposed to be like Penny where he solves everything all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, It's worth noting that the dead guy's apartment, he's an otaku, so he has a bunch of like hot glue figures. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like... They go out of their, like this show looks like shit. There's no visual details, but they're like, we gotta make it clear that he's got titty figures. Yeah, yeah, we gotta make sure everyone knows these figures are fucking banging. All of the sexy Gundams are there. There's like a yeah, you know, like a booby maid. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's like a maid. There's like a, a Ryoko. When there's... you go to like a Japanese DVD store and you see all the action figures and are like, no one buys these. This guy buys all of them. <laughs> yeah, you see that? You see that figurine of Death Sight with big naturals. You're like, Nobody gets that. <laughs> I can tell you, as someone who used to work at a comic book store, where somebody they so- bought the Death Sight oh, people, with big <laughs> People buy all those titty figures. They come out with an Emma Frost titty figure like once a week from DC Direct. <laughs> And they're like, you want more titty figures? And they're like, yes, Can't keep please. them on the shelves. But here's my question. Is it the same people buying all the titty figures? Or is it a diverse uh, community of titty aficionados? It's mostly the same people buying yeah. them. The usual suspects. Yeah. Wouldn't take Detective Conan to get to the bottom of this one. <laughs> um, so the police come and they're like, oh, the six-year-old's here again. It's Conan? Oh, are you going to solve another one of these for us? You scamp. We like. love you. We have our own drama going on. That's kind of what the show's about. <laughs> <laughs> She's pregnant. I tried to buy her flowers. That's what most of this has been about. Alex made the astute observation that you're like, I think the rest of the show just happens in this room. And you were correct. Yeah, they just yeah. talk in the room for the rest of the episode. Yeah, just piecing it together. But we get a lot of clues. Conan starts interviewing everyone. It's his investigation now. <laughs> <laughs> this is my crime scene. <laughs> After, shouldn't he be a suspect at the crime scene? They even like make a note of being like, you're always at the crime scene, aren't you? <laughs> You've been around every murder in town for years. <laughs> But somehow you're still six years old. How is that? <laughs> the fuck's up with that? Um, so he starts interviewing the other boy they met at, at the local corner store. Detective Conan is like a little baby McConaughey. Yeah, 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 they yeah. They keep getting older. I stay the same age. <laughs> <laughs> He's just playing with a train back and forth. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, yes they, they do. do. <laughs> Uh, so he's interviewing the other kid they met at the store and um this this can apply to any police procedural but the level of details this child remembers is insane all of them because there are Mm -hmm. no there's only like one or two witnesses and he's like yeah at around 6 15 p.m that's when i went to the corner store i noticed that uh the newspaper had link on the front and it said july 13th next to it so i said huh that's the date and the time and if you've watched you know any crime procedurals like we've all been depressed and watched a thousand episodes of svu before like the you've first, been to the er the first thing that happens <laughs> is like if it's too many details you're like oh this guy's lying out his fucking teeth yeah yeah, yeah. i can't even i went to work today at a new place i can't even remember anybody's names i met today i for sure wouldn't remember what time it said on the clock at the wall of the bodega that's ridiculous to be fair it's really hard to get weed in japan <laughs> I look up Jeremy's hey, address. Hey, every hey. Katie. I'm really, I'm fucking, I'm a star today, man. Hitch, hitch a ride. I'm going right to the top. We gotta, whenever we like throw it to Katie like that, we gotta have like the the saxophone. Oh, the Hill Street Blues. Yeah, yeah please. Every time Katie gets one. Hey guys, I just noticed. We're all holding microphones, just like last week. (laughs) Katie's a star. Take a ride. Take a ride. Take a ride. It's a star. It's Kirby rules. Blue Bloods, grab a glass! (laughs) Blue Bloods, get a whiff! All right, I'm just going to wrap this up, just real quick. So all the details come out of the kid. Uh, essentially, this kid explains his entire life is just snacking and gaming. Yeah, and everyone's like sick, and we're like sick. He gives explicit timestamps. He's like, this is when I was gaming, and this is when I was snacking. They're That's like, you f- never sleep. And he's like, ha, ha, no. That's <laughs> my favorite Danny Brown song. Snacking and gaming. <laughs> a banana and a puzzle when I was snacking and a gaming. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so everyone's jealous that this kid gets a game so much we're all kind of jealous of him too and um, this is when we learned oh yeah one of the details is they couldn't have heard the murder because they were watching a knockoff of the common Rider and all the kids were like I was watching that too I'm like you guys are standing in front of a dead body and you seem incredibly chill about it none of it has processed we were all watching it from 7 to 9 you remember from 7 to 9 the broadcast time 7 to 9 I remember reading that in the TV guide at the local store (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so so uh, the brother character has an alibi because he was watching the show with the new uh, yeah. uh, kid. But earlier, they said, remember seeing him at the at the uh, flower store, and he purchased dragon heads, which uh, that was clocked before there was a climb. Mm-hmm. And Conan ends the episode saying, "Well." He definitely for sure did the crime because he's the new character. And I think he hid the weapon in the flowers, but he has a great alibi. How will I crack this? And then the episode ends. And Jeremy's like, fuck! Yeah, I was pissed, dude. I thought it was going to be episodic. I thought we were going to get a new mystery every episode. Jeremy Very mad that this is going to be like a full arc. Get his ass! Don't care about this fucking kid's cousin. Toshinari's getting away! Yeah. Yeah. I'm mad. Yeah, Toshinari's the Bin Laden of the Detective Conan universe. I I wonder if this pregnancy is going to get them in trouble with the chief. Oh, uh, we didn't even get to meet... We what if Conan's even... the chief? <laughs> why not? In this show, why not? He let him be the chief. So what do we think? It was the, it was the cousin, right? It had to be. Yeah, I, mean, I for sure think it's the cousin. Unless it does, you know, it might pull some anime shit where there's just like a completely made up third option that yeah. we just don't even know there's about. A spirit. Yeah. They're like, also, Goku's here. <laughs> <laughs> the Shinigami have arrived. <laughs> um, But how do we think he did it? He's got an alibi. I think he did it with the flowers. Well, they said the guy got stabbed a bunch. Mm-hmm. So I bet this kid checked out because he's watching a movie and got the time wrong. Uh, I think, or maybe the kid did it, or yeah, maybe the little kid did it because he was saying how he got that special sword in the game. So maybe he went into like a a a, a fantasy frenzy where he thought he was holding the sword, and and turned out you know he stabbed a guy to death when he came out of his emotional blackout. Right, real gamers know. <laughs> I think he uh, he did it while the movie was playing, but when we see his little flashback of watching the movie, he's sitting on his brother's lap. I think the brother used a uh, like a real doll of himself and put it there. Yeah, <laughs> and then the little brother because he like, has all the figures. Why wouldn't he have a real doll of himself? Why wouldn't he have a real doll of himself? He's sitting on his lap of the real doll while he goes and just like with all the time in the fucking world can just stab the shit out of this right. dude and then come and back. And he bought the real doll so he'll have someone to watch who looks just like him when he hawk loses the figurines. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the little brother goes to the bathroom, and he says he was talking to me from outside the bathroom, and that's him doing the change out, but yeah. getting the real doll, putting it back in the closet, and coming out and being like, "Hey, so everything uh, coming out all right in there? Oh, <laughs> taking a nice shit, huh? TV is great. Was that summoning the dragon? <laughs> oh yeah, you're you're summoning Shenron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's rate and review Detective Conan Collection Seventeen, Episode One. Okay, out of Seven Dragon Balls, Alex. I gotta say, not my favorite. Um, I think the premise is extra forced, and then the police procedural part is boring and not anime-y enough. Mm -hmm. Um, I almost wish it was more wacky and played more into the boy detective part, Um, which, again, this is season eight million of the show, so I don't think it really counts, because I don't know how many episodes are in a collection. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to give it three out of seven Dragon Balls. Not my favorite. Katie? Um, Yeah, I can see how, like, an earlier version of the show probably was cute and entertaining, but this, like, looked like shit. I, like, had to make Alex take the notes because I couldn't follow it. Like, it just, I don't know. It sucked. Uh, I could, yeah, too. I just wish it was Blue Bloods. Yeah. I wish we were just reviewing Blue Bloods. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to give it two out of seven Dragon Balls. All chibis are bastards. All chibis are bastards. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Get a normal child's body or an adult body. Fuck out of here with this. Yeah, all <laughs> including children. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 Hope my wife's employer is listening. <laughs> I love how like we before we record, we're like we should really try and structure this. To make yeah, up yeah, rain it guess. in, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Okay. Do we want to do an email since this is a uh... yeah? Let's do an email. Unless, like, we just don't have any. I mean, we have a ton, but they're all, like, old and from Dragon Ball now. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, our emails are outdated. Send us your 
anime topical emails. Any kind of anime questions you got, we'll take them. Yeah, yeah, we love reading emails, but because we format change in supers over, we have a bunch of super related questions, which we will answer behind the paywall. But for the sake of keeping this current, uh, send us any. Yeah, just send us email. Just ask us any old thing. The door's open. Come on in. Just dating advice, which we're equipped to give you as doctors. I'm equipped to give you. Jeremy, a little bit. Alex, no. (laughs) I'm a lover. (laughs) All right. But yeah, any old question will do. I I like the ones that aren't even anime related. It's always fun. Yeah. Ask me about where to find love. What is happening? Okay. I'm- yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get those plugs going, Alex. Okay. Follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. Uh, I post all my stand-up shows and stuff up there. And if you are in Brooklyn, please come to Bad News. It's a comedy show every Sunday. Doors at seven. I would love to see more of my balling out sweeties over there. Uh, that's it for me. Katie. You can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Uh, we are currently posting commentaries of the original two minutes episode. So if you want to hear us shout over each other to mark our territory about which jokes were written by whom, <laughs> uh, please tune in for that. <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder and check out my new podcast with uh, Bryn Nibor from Beep Beep Lettuce. It's called Generation Loss. We're watching movies and stuff. And uh, that's coming out um, next Monday because it was supposed to come out this Monday. But then uh, we were both gone for Thanksgiving, so we can't record another episode this week. Yeah. Uh, and just shout out to the Discord. Uh, we are a comedy podcast. If I make a joke about being mad at Jeremy, it's a joke. I'm not going to like fucking go in the discord and actually have real feelings in there yeah we're not starting sectarian war in the discord i just learned to read a room as someone who does not use the discord please bring jihad to the discord it is a land of fire and takes the important thing is that both ballinet super and generation loss are the provos nobody is a protestant here uh (laughs) (laughs) just as we say every episode All right. Well, that's been it. I'm not reading that book, by the way. Fuck both of you. It's a good book. (laughs) Great book. Well, that's it. Get green pilled, Katie. Get green pilled. All right. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super. Green pill is CBD.